Super Talk Mississippi media production. Spring is in the air, and that means it's time to refresh your wardrobe with the season's hottest trends at the Black Sheep Boutique. Don't blend in this spring. Stand out with the Black Sheep Boutique with two locations to serve you in Tupelo or Saltillo or online at theblackshepboutiquetupelo.com. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You're tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. Don't forget, you can listen to us. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We hope you've taken time to download that app where you can stream us from there. And you can always find us, too, on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. And you can watch us. We are on your computer or your mobile device. Just head on over to Super Talk TV. I got a great headline to kick off today. 100 magnolias planted at the LaFleur's Bluff Complex in LaFleur's Bluff State Park. You may have already heard that before, but we've got Susan Gerard. She's the president and CEO of Mississippi Children's Museum, who was one of three, I guess, organizations that came together to make this project, this beautiful project, um, happen. So welcome back, Susan. Oh, thank you so much, Rebecca. It really is the, our education and tourism complex at LaFleur's Bluff is, we've been working on this project for about four years, and I know many folks have seen the 30,000 square foot playground mm-hmm. and the den from the interstate with our beautiful mural and this finishing touch we wanted to have a very heartfelt gesture that really represented the hospitality um, and our gratitude so we decided to plant 100 magnolias our state flower which you couldn't pick a more uh, beautiful plant and one that smells delicious um, I don't know if delicious but just the aroma is amazing during uh, uh, its peak season and we I mean we welcome you know all 50 states and, you know, several countries were at the intersection, really, of our state uh, here in our state's capital. So we thought it was very fitting. And I didn't know when we started the project how many varieties. That was what I was reading, <laughs> Susan. I was like, I thought there was one magnolia. No, they come in various shapes, sizes, sizes. and varieties. So yeah. what all went through to sort of pick out, because landscaping to me is an art, right? Like a, it really is. If for those of you who work day in and day out in that field, Man, y'all really are ma- magicians when it comes to make you know to transforming a blank canvas into something beautiful. So, what went into thinking it through intentionally with the magnolias? Well, we had worked uh, with uh, for a whole master plan. We've been working on a master plan for five years for the area and um, with Wareburner Allen, who are our, our architectural firm. But we hired Christian. Price, who is um, a Mississippian who went to Mississippi State University, land uh, school of architecture, and um, but he is very successful and very creative, and he worked with us. Christian worked with us on trying to create a magnolia, what we call a magnolia trail, uh, with different uh, varieties, and he taught us a lot about that. There's Sweet Bay, Saucer Star, and then there's the Southern Magnolia, which we're all familiar. With, but then there are different 
varieties of uh, Southern Magnolia, and one of one we're really excited about, just because we're a children's museum and because of all the lore around the teddy bear. There's a teddy bear magnolia, which is at the entrance, our new entrance uh, at Lafleur's Bluff Education and Tourism Complex. So um, we're really excited about that particular variety. Um, it just doesn't grow as large and as tall as our traditional. What you and I think about those Southern if magnolias. We come out now, Susan, because it'd be a great time as we're traveling through the central area to come and stop at the Children's Museum um, and to let the kids get a little of their energy out on the park. If you haven't done that, you really are missing out. Um, can you enjoy them now, or is it going to take a moment for them to bloom and blossom? Oh, I think you can enjoy them now. There's Spotter's Adventure Trail, which is the trees are planted along Spotter's Adventure Trail that has some interactive um, experiences along the trail that promote literacy and conservation, sort of a great combination between the Mississippi uh, Children's Museum and the Mississippi Museum of Natural Science. At the other end of the mm-hmm. trail, the, that trail, you can go from the Science Museum to the Children's Museum, and the magnolias, most of the magnolias are along that trail. Um, so you can come now and have an, a wonderful holiday experience. Both museums have activities and wonderful things going on for the holidays um, and it just um, it really is a special unique place um, since we've had the den and the playground we've seen not quite a million unique visitors we've seen 700,000 unique visitors since December 2021 so we know that this these type of destination projects bring economic development and tourism and state pride. And what goes into the the intentionality of it, right? This was you guys, Mississippi Children's Museum, Museum of Natural Science, and then also the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries. And then you had another Mississippi-based funder to be able to bring it all with the Crossway Shield. That's right. So everyone had to buy into all these different elements to make that particular state park, you know, more alluring for people to come and stop. And I think it's just, you you know, when you you hear about, oh, they just put out a playground. Well, there was a lot of intentionality that went into that playground. Oh, and yes. then also just adding in mm-hmm. with the with the magnolias and such. So over time in the next, you know, Susan, when you come back 15 years from now, <laughs> she says, oh, God, should it continue to bloom, blossom, fill in? Like, will it just oh, absolutely. do nothing? But get- absolutely. The plan that Christian um, is, it's beautiful. And I think is, and it's just like children, uh, you know, we'll get to watch them grow, but they're beautiful now, but they'll be even more beautiful as they mature. And we are really proud of not just our two museums, but our entire Lafleur Museum District. And we've worked really hard with um, our museum district events like Science Fest and really making the Lafleur Museum District, which is Sports Hall of Fame and um, they um, and the Ag Museum and um, Natural Science and, and Children's Museum really do represent sort of a corner uh, that we can all be really proud of. And these elements that we're adding give visitors another reason to feel welcome and make a beautiful um amenity for our whole state and visitors from all around the nation. Again, if you're visiting, traveling through, coming to see family over the holidays in the central area and you think there's nothing kid-friendly or whatever to get out to do, boo on you. (laughs) Not boo on you, but to let you know (laughs) that there is plenty to do to stop by, especially if you haven't been to that playground. But tis the season. We just had Nicole Smith, our friend with the museum on yesterday, talk about their Snow Much Fun event. I know that the both uh, places here in Jackson for the Children's Museum, as well as the one in Meridian, 
um, which is doing well and thriving for that community, yes. have fun things and good things going on. So tell us why the Children's Museum should be on our Christmas Absolutely. to-do list. Well, here in Jackson, we have Journey to the North Pole, and we have a slide that goes a snowflake slide that goes down the center of the staircase which is incredibly popular and now sort of a tradition for so many families we have a a sock skating rink in both locations both in Meridian and Jackson and we have a wonderful exhibit um, here in Jackson that uh, really takes its inspiration from um, children's literature at Christmas and so we have trains and all kinds of fun clock towers and sort of an immersive Christmas experience and so we're really excited Friday night we have um, a special Christmas event and we'll be celebrating all through the holidays and you know, for our staff, we have an event that kicks off the end of the holidays called New Year's Eve, which is uh, we celebrate the new year at noon. So children don't have to stay up till midnight. So I really encourage everybody to check out our website. Um, we have a full calendar of events for December, both in Meridian and Jackson. So there's two locations to create those really special family memories. And we Santa makes a stop at both locations. He comes, and so you can do pictures and um, all those special things because Santa will stop by both uh, the Meridian location and the Jackson location, and just be sure to check it out on the website what days he'll be there. Both locations, Meridian and the Central Mississippi Children's Museum, so much work goes on behind the scenes, and I know there's good days and bad days, Susan, when you're running or and all the L's that come together. So what what is it that keeps that keeps you all going? I really are those special um, stories that we hear from families about how much the museum has meant to their family. Um, I have had really special conversations. Uh, we, we have a wonderful event. Uh, we have a sensory event for families whose children maybe um, can't enjoy the museum. It may be too loud and they need some special help uh, to enjoy the museum. And just recently had a mom tell us how much that the museum meant to them because because their children really had not had the kind of enrichment activities, had not been able to enjoy it. And so I do commend our staff in both locations for going the extra mile to ensure that all children of various abilities and um, that they are able to have a special holiday experience. Um, those are the things that keep us going. Absolutely. Uh, our, our little folks and their, um, especially at this time. And uh, again, if you're looking for that perfect stocking stuffer or present for a new family, I keep saying it here and can't stress it enough, memberships to our museums. That's right. Are just such a great gift. They and I are. know the Children's Museum has great family packages. Absolutely. And all for for them to be able to go whenever mm-hmm. they want to go, spend a few hours mm-hmm. or spend the day or whatever it may be. And it's the gift that we'll keep on giving. Where can we go for all the lineup and information? www.mcm.ms. All Check right. us out. Susan, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Absolutely. I can't wait to get out and smell those magnolias. Come, come. We'll take a walk together. It's so beautiful. It's a, a plan. I'll hold you to it. All right. You guys stick with us. We got more things for you to do coming up next.
Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Something big happening downtown. Good things are going on. good things happening on main streets and downtowns across the magnolia state so today we're highlighting what's happening downtown this weekend it is brought to you by the mississippi main street association don't forget you can always go to msmainstreet.com calendar to get more information on upcoming events and christmas is in full swing we're past our open houses and full into the holiday fun and join me joining us is miss reba she's with picking you main street and boy they got a lineup for you in december so hey reba <laughs> Hey, how are you? Y'all may be the busiest small town in Mississippi this <laughs> December, Miss Reba. We are. We've got a great weekend planned uh, for lots of activities for all age groups, and we're excited about it. We have fundraisers coming up, and then we have everything from um, shopping by candlelight to Christmas parades going on the next four days. <laughs> well, let's kick it off because I see here, too, you've got pancake breakfast as well and we everything do. in between. So kind of we what do. can we think about when we think about picking you this weekend? Well, we've got, uh, okay, Friday, we're going to start out Friday morning with a pancake Pancake breakfast, like you said, and that's a fundraiser for the Kiwanis. And then we've got a fundraiser on our local radio station, WRJW, a radiothon for Toys for Tots. And then uh, Friday night is going to be late night shopping and Christmas open house in the uh, downtown and even outside the downtown. We have some members of ours that are participating in that, and they will be open as well. So that's all Friday. It's going to be a busy, busy Friday. We just pray the weather's beautiful. And then you got Saturday, if you can stand up, you didn't shop till you dropped, or if you did, get a good night's we, sleep. <laughs> we do. We'll start out Saturday morning, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. for Santa's Workshop at Jack Reed Park, and we have a lot going on at that, too. We have phone, photos with Santa with a Rotary Club. Boy Scouts are selling hot dogs, you know, as fundraisers, and then we've got the Friends of the Library, the Stover Family, Bubble Sensory Experience for Kids, Elf Tent with the uh, Events and more, and Letters to Santa with the Senior Center, and Story Time with Susan Barker Spears and Tracy Ledford. So we've got a lot going on that morning in a short period of time, and it's basically all free, and uh, they have a great time whenever they come. We have photo ops, and um, it's just wonderful. Miss Rima, I'm already tired. How are you keeping up with all this and your many elves that's working with you there at the Main Street? We have, look, we have wonderful elves, wonderful elves that work all year round with us. We call them our vital volunteers. And yes, they're, I don't know how, we don't sleep much around here during certain times of the year. So we, and I'm very proud of all of them, my board and, and our little elves. So I see here too, you've got the Christmas pilgrimage, which I think will be unique to the Picayune area. where folks can come and sort of see historic sites. Tell me about that. Okay, well, uh, the Civic Women's Club, our local Peking Civic Women's Club, is a sponsor for the Christmas pilgrimage, and they always have the best houses picked out, and they're all so decorated and everything. And this year, actually, they're going to feature Peking Historic City Hall. So, and the City Hall will be open, um, you know, all day long, actually, for that event. And then we'll go for after the... um, the Santa's Workshop, it is the 
Christmas pilgrimage, and then we'll go into Shop by Candlelight and Christmas on the Rails, and that's from 5 to 8, and we've got so many different events going on with that. We have trolley car rides and hay rides, and the shops are open, and they're beautiful, you know, decorated, and they're stocked with all kind of great Christmas gifts, so we're hoping that everybody's going to come with a great list and knock off that shopping list that night, and even Friday night. Friday night, they're going to be open for uh, Christmas open house and late night shopping, so two nights in a row, they'll be open. The downtown shops will be open and the restaurants and all. We've got some great food in the downtown, too. Well, so. you're going to be hungry. You may be broke. We, yes, but you we may, will. But you're going to be hungry. <laughs> By the time you make it there, Miss Ruby, I swear y'all are staying. I'm still keeping y'all the most busy small town in Mississippi oh. coming up this weekend, but I think it's great. And then y'all are going to round it out on December the 4th with your Christmas parade, which I just, I absolutely adore small town Christmas parades. They put so much effort. The communities put so much effort into those and they become um, traditions for families and I'm sure this one's the same. And that's also sponsored by our local Picune Women's Civic Club, too. And they, the theme this year is Candyland Christmas. And they usually have 75 to 100 entries. And we, in our little downtown, we have about 10,000 people that are watching that parade. So wow. it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's busy. We're, we are busy. I feel like I need to get your civics club. Your women's they are they are some busy bees around the, the Christmas are. time doing some really they, good things. They are. I joined them one year and they were so busy they wore me out <laughs> and I said, Yo, I'm going back to my little job over there at Picky Main Street, you know. <laughs> so I just thought I was busy. Those ladies are unbelievable. So And I know you and all your elves as well as the rest of those uh, on Main Streets across Mississippi, it brings y'all so much joy to see families come out and take part of all of the events that you guys are offering during this time of year. It is super busy for you guys, but it really is for communities to get out and fellowship and, you know, make those traditions and those memories right there within their own own town. So, you know, for folks who want to get out and make their list for Picayune, where can they go to see the lineup of everything going on? They can go to our website or they can go to our Facebook page. We keep it uh, updated on what all's going on. Our local, the City Hall does too, City Hall of Picayune. Their website and Facebook page keeps everything updated. Our chamber does a beautiful job with it too. So between those three Facebook pages or websites, they can go and find out anything that's going on right here in Picayune. All righty. So, uh, Miss Reba, I'm going to let you rest up for a busy weekend, hoping for good weather. Right. Everyone come out and enjoy everything you guys have to offer and we'll talk to you next year all right thank you merry christmas merry christmas and now we go to pascagoula main street which is also gearing up for a busy weekend miss Susanna's with us to talk about downtown for the holidays miss Susanna, i don't know if you can beat the lineup there in picayune but i'm gonna let you try <laughs> yeah it sounds like they're gonna have a fun weekend in picayune too um, but in Pascagoula, we have been having the event downtown for the holidays for over 25 years. So we're really excited to keep continuing this tradition. So um, the event is from 5 until 8 p.m. At 5 p.m., our mayor will lead us off and we'll light our community Christmas tree. We have several different performances from the Pascagoula Gaucher School District Elementary Choir. We have some um, dance studios performing um, some little snippets of the Nutcracker and other Christmas performances. We have another local theater group that will be um, doing a little snippet of their Christmas story production as well. And then at 7.30, we're having our Christmas parade. So um, 
I love our Christmas parade. It's a lot of fun. Um, our Grand Marshal is our new fire chief, so we're so excited for Mr. Terry. Um, and we're also going to be honoring Jimmy Buffett during our Christmas parade. If you didn't know that, he is from Pascagoula, and his birthday is actually on Christmas. So what a better way to honor him during that parade. Um, we'll have Santa Claus and the Grinch um, available for pictures. We're doing letters to Santa Claus. We'll also have some um, cookies and hot cocoa for attendees. And, and one of my favorite things that we're also doing is having horse-drawn carriage rides through um, a little part of Pascagoula. So it really just brings a lot of Christmas magic and family fun to our downtown for that evening. Well, I think y'all need to move over the eggnog and the cocoa and bring in the margaritas and the land sharks if you're going to do Jimmy Buffett. Well, <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, agree. I've never had a margarita at a Christmas parade, but I ain't against it. So it would be definitely be something. <laughs> yeah. To I think remember. some of the parent heads are bringing some. <laughs> Maybe they'll share with everybody. No, I love that. I think that's awesome. And if you have a Santa, he needs to wear flip-flops. That's just my one request uh, to top Perfect. off off your parade for, for Jimmy Buffett. But this is cool, and this is what you know people look forward to in, in terms of uh, the Christmas parades and everything else downtown. So y'all have a big crowd that probably comes out every year. If someone's new and wants to come out specifically maybe for the fact that it's going to be a little different this year with Jimmy Buffett, how do you park? Where do you go? Um, so our event is held on Delmas Avenue in downtown Pascagoula. So there's parking all around downtown. We do have Delmas blocked off for our street vendors and shops for people to safely be able to walk all around. Um, and our parade actually goes around Delmas Avenue. So um, it's a lot of fun. There's plenty of parking, and we do hope to have a great turnout. Hopefully the rain will hold off. It's an 80% chance right now, but I'm holding out hope that um, the rain will hold off so we're able to have this annual event. So if people want to watch the weather, obviously they can watch the weather, but if they want to watch whether you guys are going to go for, with it or not or just have so many margaritas, they don't care whether it's raining, where do they go to see if the parade is actually, like if the weather is an issue, where would they go to see if it gets canceled or anything gets rescheduled? So we will be updating our Facebook page. Um, it's Main Street Pascagoula on Facebook and Instagram, as well as our website. It's MainStreetPascagoula.com. And we'll be posting all of the updates regarding the event then. Um, but right now we're just holding out hope. We'll make a decision by tomorrow um, just so I'll have some time to let everybody know what we decide. But we're I'm really I'm really hopeful that the weather will turn around. It will. I feel it. I hope so, at least, Susanna. Or if not, whenever y'all do it, it'll be wonderful. I appreciate your time, and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, too. Thank you. All righty. And don't forget, you can always go to msmainstreet.com slash calendar to get more information on upcoming events in your area. But stick with us. we got more for you up next. Beat, positive, and stories that make you smile. This is Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm.
I'll take the music right now. Thank you. I will say you have all season to get at least one share Christmas song <laughs> off her new album. You're shaking your head. Yeah, everybody would see that if they were over at Super Talk TV, where you can catch good things on your computer, your mobile device. You can also stream us live, too, on supertalk.fm, or you can find us on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. We were just talking to Pascagoula Main Street, who is watching the weather, to decide whether they need to reschedule their events this weekend or not. And joining us now is Miss Kay Miller with Biloxi Main Street, not too far away from Pascagoula who has decided to reschedule some of their events for this weekend. So, Kay, is this due to the weather or maybe some other sort of snafus? Oh, no, it's due to the weather. That Right now there's a 97% chance of rain on Saturday. So we it's a hard decision to make. It's so hard. We hate to have to reschedule things, but we just feel like that's the best thing to do. And hopefully everyone can participate still on uh, Saturday, December 9th. We're moving it forward one Saturday. Just one Saturday, and that has to be a hard decision, Kay, because all the work that goes into all the people that have to come together to make those events happen, everybody has to sort of just be shifted, you know, sort of over. So we're going to just stay in and enjoy a rainy Saturday this Saturday there in Biloxi. Um, But coming up the 9th, what can folks look forward to? Absolutely. It's 10 to 4. Um, And thank goodness the uh, Slavonian ladies that uh, make the fabulous Pusharadas are able to move to the night, and that's one of our uh, main treats that a lot of people come for. Uh, the Slavonian treats that, uh, that they usually only make around this time of year, so those are always a big hit. Uh, we'll have our uh, great Biloxi Christmas ornaments that we sell every year. This year is the 27th year, and it's the People's Bank ornament. Um, of the People's Bank building. So that'll be there. Lots of Christmas items. Santa will be there. Uh, we've got uh, great uh, music, uh, Christmas choirs, and um, just to get you really in the Christmas spirit, lots of Christmas things. And then you guys have done a great job, too, there in Biloxi. There's lots of fun things for the families to get out and see in terms of lights. You may want to see those when it's not raining. Um, but you really can plan a staycation or a destination to Biloxi this upcoming holiday season and get in all kinds of fun on the sand that you normally wouldn't think about because you normally associate it with a summer vacation. But there's plenty still to do there in Biloxi when it comes to the, the winter months. Absolutely. And there's lots of... Um, I mean, there's lots of places to go. I mean, we've got great museums, and they're also doing some Christmas things. And um, you can just go from city to city here on the coast and find all kind of great, unique things to do that would uh, is very family-friendly. And, of course, don't forget about all our great food and restaurants we have here as well. Which you can definitely still enjoy even if it's raining, Kay. So I know That's that was right. a tough decision, but you guys are moving Christmas in the city from the upcoming weekend of the 2nd to the 9th. So if folks are planning a trip down or around that, they want to make sure they have their plans uh, corrected as well. So where can people go to stay updated on everything else, Kay? Um, I would say uh, go to you can go to the Biloxi web, uh, city website, um, city of Biloxi, um, Biloxi.com, and, and stay up to date on uh, I'm pretty sure that probably the Christmas on the Water Boat Parade is still moving forward as far as I know that Saturday evening um, 
But um, if that changes, uh, the city's website would definitely be the one to check on all updates for everything. All righty. Well, Kay, we, we hope that the weather does what it needs to do this weekend, but clears up for you guys there on the 9th and everything is is busy and has a huge success. Great. Thank you so much. All righty. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. It's fun saying that. And then you'll have to switch and say Happy New Year and then sort of all the things. And then you go through the whole thing. How long after the first can you actually say Happy New Year, even though we're not there yet? I will say I'm still in a little bit of denial, Rhino, that the 2024 is like right, right there, like right there. Just a smidge over a month away. Just a smidge over a month away. For those of you who work in fields where you have to put out appointments, whether it's like six weeks, eight weeks, or you know, several months, you've already been feeling that for a while now when you go to say, hey, January so-and-so, can you come in? And it's like, what? Next year already? I really, and we say this every year, but it feels like they just go by faster and faster um, and faster. But that's why we should slow down and take time for, for some of the good things. But if you are taking time to maybe order online or do all the things, I saw where today is National Package Protection Day, and it's actually a good thing to think about that, particularly if you live in an area that has like a busier neighborhood or maybe some drive throughs I mean, some of you, if someone comes up on your porch, you go, you go, no, they're not supposed to be there because you live kind of back off in the woods or off the road. But for a lot of us, this has become kind of an issue or sort of problem. Rano, I know with you living in an apartment, is that something that you even think about just in terms of package drop-off or protecting it if you do order online? I mean, my apartment complex has a a cubby system, a Mm -hmm. security cubby where you can go in and put in your information and the, the, the package delivery, whoever it is, whether it be from Amazon or UPS or the Postal Service or whatever, they all have access to that. So they can put it in, and only you can get it out. But nine times out of ten, I just get stuff either shipped up here or just shipped to my door instead of using the cubby. Because if it's something of value, I'd rather not risk it. I'd rather just send it somewhere safe, like the office. But if it's just like I'm not, I'm not putting down the necessity of flea treatment. But if it's something like porch cats flea treatment. If I need, if I can get it there the next day, I'm probably going to have it delivered to my place. Whenever you can pick the date and kind of make sure that you're actually yeah. going to be there, I know that's just real tricky. And there's really not a good way around it. I know there are different drop-off locations that you can kind of do now. Different um, stores, I think, like even for Amazon, like Whole Foods or maybe even some others have Amazon drop-offs. I don't know how all that works, and you obviously don't have one of those uh, stores in all of your locations, but. I think they talk about having the buddy system, just sort of being kind of aware with it, looking out for each other. And then, um, yeah, just just being mindful of it. And then if you see something, say something, too, if it looks a little strange or not. Sadly, that is the world that we live in. The other sad thing is that it's Electronic Greetings Day. Y'all, it just don't hit the same. It just don't. Okay, let me say this. I am not one who sends out Christmas cards. I, I don't need that kind of stress added to my life. I don't mind getting Christmas cards. I love looking at your family and you guys live on my refrigerator or on my counter for at least a couple of weeks and then you meet your demise. But that's okay. That's what it's, you know, sort of meant for. But I would rather just not get nothing 
than to get an electronics greeting card. Am I am I just being mean or not mean or just not being really? It stick just in the mud. It feels like the e greetings, the e cards, was a a fad or a trend that came about when email was really getting going and it was the new thing to have an email address and oh look like i mean we had rom-coms you've got mail i mean Mm -hmm. it was a whole romantic comedy it was a whole period of time where it was it was the cool thing and nowadays you get so many emails it's like i don't want to go through them all there's so much spam so So the 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 way we feel about electronic greetings especially and, and email and stuff like that has changed dramatically we're oversaturated right we're but if you take if you take yourself back to the 90s and early 2000s it was pretty cool to click on an email and then all of a sudden this envelope opens up on your screen and little dancing elves come out to sing you a christmas jingle well, I mean, that it, was magical that but was now magical. it's like yeah. No, thanks. I'm not going to click on a link in an email that I don't know who it's from. And if it didn't come from the email that I know you have, I'm probably not clicking on it anyways. Yeah, and I know I get it. Too. I mean, there are, there are about morphs for like the personal, like for when families would do it to send it out to, like to the family email list. It's like if you didn't want to put a stamp on it, put it in the mailbox. Just sh- tell, tag us in Facebook. Like, I mean, let me see the photo and then be happy for you. And I mean, if you want to do it, it's fine. But chances are, I'm like you. I'm going to delete it and probably not necessarily um, uh, read it in that way. But it there is something if you want to get a special special message across. You, well, one, you're probably not going to do that to a big group all at once anyway, but it's there's something still incredibly special about taking the time to handwrite something, label it yourself, and then put it in snail mail. If you really – and here here's a, here's a trick. If you want to make the littles, in, especially like four and older, in your family just ecstatic, all you have to do is mail them – Christmas cards, birthday card, even if you're going to see them. My girls with her, with their aunts just have this going on and they love getting just simple cards in the mail for all the major Valentine's Day, Christmas, birthdays, all the things just to get something in the mail with their name on it. It's just really, really cool even at, at a young age. And it really never gets old. To me, that's, that's that's a lot of fun to sort of still get actual mail. So boo on Electronics Greetings Day. <laughs> Can we do that? Can we like thumbs down it? No, that wouldn't be a good thing. All right, stick with us. We got more for you coming up next. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome 
Welcome back to Good Things. Don't forget you can watch us. We are on your computer, your mobile device. Just head on over to Super Talk TV. Don't forget too, our Super Talk Mississippi news team is covering your Mississippi stories. So stay up to date. Sign up for our free weekly newsletter, supertalk.fm slash newsletter. And if you're looking to buy me something for Christmas, I am size private island in Florida Keys for 2.5, <laughs> for 2.5 million. You know, just a cool two and a half million. To me though, not that I have that or you have that to give to me, but if you do, I will totally take it. No, I can't afford the taxes, so never mind. <laughs> I can't. I'll have to afford You can give it to me. I'll pay the taxes. I won't worry about the island, and I'll have a lot more fun. <laughs> yes. But you mean the $2.5 million? But in the grand scheme of things, like when you think about a private island, $2.5 million to me, and that's with a house on it, doesn't seem like a bad deal. I mean, it's more than what I'll ever spend on somewhere to lay my head. But at the same time, you would have thought, or you would think, that... That's more than I may spend on place to lay my head for the rest of my life I, combined. I get that. But you've, but $2.5 million doesn't see... I mean, you have houses within a 100-mile radius of here that cost that or more, and they're not yeah. on a private island. No. And so that's a shame. In the Florida Keys. Now I'm thinking, well, bummer, like jokes on you. Like <laughs> you should You spent two and a half million dollars and you don't have the Florida, Florida Key Keys. Island. <laughs> Who gave you that idea? But apparently it was also featured on a HGTV series and the sale asking price is 2.5 million. Oh, so that's why it's a fixer upper. Uh-huh. It's located just off the shore of Marathon and it's listed as I said, but it's listed on the website so it's uh it's an exceptional opportunity to make a Florida key your own as a private sanctuary with home of your dreams. You can get to and from um, it pretty easily by boat, but it has a 9,000 square foot. It's a 9,000 square foot island, and it was destroyed, unfortunately, at Hurricane Irma in 2017. So it does need a little. So it wasn't far off. You weren't far off, so it doesn't need to work. Okay, so now it's it's a lure is going down for me. <laughs> now it's two and a half million dollars for a bungalow. For a bungalow plus like renovations. So anyway, it sounded, you can see incredible Gulf of Mexico. If you can afford the private island, you can probably afford the renovations. Yeah. If you really have to stretch it just to, to get it, then it's probably not the best financial decision that you have ever, you have ever made. But, um, but if you have been in the, if you are in the market for a private island, now is your chance. Strike while the iron is hot. Just know you may have to do a little paint. And fix her up just just a little bit. That makes more sense now because then it's going to be another mill or more to build back a house to that capacity that was on the on the island. Or you just wipe it all clean and you move in one of those little tiny houses. And then, you know, you really do have a more What's Tom portal. Hanks doing right about now? I don't know. I feel like we need to have a, a sequel to both The Money Pit and Castaway starring Tom Hanks. Oh, that would be a perfect a perfect match. Tim stuck on an island in the Florida Keys trying to remodel a house. You know, people say they want to live on a private island, and I get it. I wouldn't mind vacationing there, but it's really not as convenient to like daily living as you would assume. Like you would need to have a, be in a place in your life where you, you're there, like your reti- like retirement mode at least. Yeah, the commute would be difficult. Could you imagine? You're calculating the commute, and you got to include the tide and how long it's going to take you to get around the sea lions at the dock. Yeah, but it would be cool to have that on your on your resume. Anne has private island. But, you know, it's like sometimes on the resume. Did you really put that on your resume? I don't know. <laughs> 
I guess you would, even if you just want to show it off. I'm really good with Excel. I'm a quick learner. And by the way, I have a private island. Hire me. I make great financial decisions. Maybe it'd be better for one of the icebreakers whenever you get stuck in a weird room. Oh, that would be line number one on a dating bio, though. Like on your I own a pro- private island. <laughs> private island owner, Rhino, is looking for <laughs> someone who enjoys long walks on the beach. Miami sunsets. I got my own beach. Gulf of Mexico sunsets. Yes. <laughs> All that could get, yes. You would You would have it made. You would definitely have it completely made. But what I was going to say is, I mean, technically, some of our lakes and reservoirs and all the things, they have like those small little, I guess you call them islands out in the middle, like that's kind of built up. Yeah. I mean, you could budget and say, I mean, you have have a private. There's one on the reservoir. Pigs live there. Pigs and goats. And people drive by all the time to see Goat Island. And enjoy it. I don't know how they stay so fat and plump, but they're living their best life right there in the middle of the reservoir on an island. They must have learned how to fish. It probably doesn't cost $2.5 million. Can't go to the Dollar General for a roll of toilet paper. Although, Keith and Meridian, it sounds like if you bought that island, you could put a DG there if you wanted to. It's kind of a clean slate, so <laughs> please don't do that. That'd be an absolutely terrible idea. All right, a good idea, though, is sticking with us. we got more for you coming up next. you got the boys with Sports Talk from 3 to 6. Rhino and I will meet you back here tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Talk Mississippi Media Production.